Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cricket Ultras. This is Arun Sudhaman joining me from Beijing today. He knows he's special. It's Darren Burns. <laughs> the special one. Yes, Dre Russ. He knows he's special. He is special. He is a special man. A special haircut, a special hitting. Absolutely incredible start to the IPL for the Dre Russ. After we kind of, well, I did last week in my review of KKR, sort of question marks around him returning, returning from the ban. But yeah, he set the IPL on fire, hasn't he? He's hit 207 runs at, an, at a strike rate of 268. And he's been not out twice. He's hit 22 sixes and 12 fours. Uh, and of course, the interesting thing is that in, I think, at least three of those innings. Four. Actually, no. Yeah. In all four, they've been match winning. They've been match winning innings. So it's a ridiculous performance. Even more amazing, I think, because of what you said, there were question marks. Because this is a guy who sat out a year. You know, he was, he was on a drugs ban. Um, and it was never disclosed what the drug was, Darren. There were certainly question marks around that. I wouldn't question anything around his performance now. He's on fire, though. Incredible. I think he's been hitting against spin and pace, right? Yeah. Which is a very interesting. So he seems to be putting them away everywhere. And I think people are just awed when they bowl to him. Like the other night, I was watching the closeout over. And, you know, the previous over, I think the bowler had bowled a few Yorkers. And in that over against Ray Russ, he just, you know, pitched everything up and really couldn't land his Yorkers. It was smashed everywhere, sort of. A bit of awe when they come into Yeah, it's going to be interesting because tonight, of course, it's the top of the table clash, Darren. It's Chennai Super Kings versus KKR, both of them with identical records. One four, lost one. KKR's got a much better run rate because CSK don't really, don't really bother with scoring runs. They, they just, they just, yeah, they just throttle the teams. They just turn up and Donny does his stuff. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, the spin triumvirate of CSK, which has done so well, uh, Ravindra, Jadeja, Imran Tahir, Mahabajan Singh, of course, Baji. Yeah, you picked, you called that one. Baji, the return of Baji. Yeah, Mahabajan Singh. Maybe a late contender for the World Cup squad. Yeah, I've wanted a bit of Baji and I got it. Yeah, Mahabajan Singh. So it'll be interesting to see how, how Dre Russ, because um, those guys, you know, they'll be confident. Don't, if anyone thinks that he can stop uh, Dre Russ, it's Dhoni. But, you know, I, I can't see them slowing him down, honestly. Well, he's on a bit of a good run and, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to score runs every time. So he's got to fail at some stage. I mean, it's in Chennai where the pitch is, is very slow, but it's a smallish ground. I mean, that's been one of the things in this, in this IPL. I'm curious to, to, to hear your view on this as well, because the pitches do seem to be noticeably slower, even compared to last year. And one of the results of that, perhaps, is that we've seen a bit of a resurgence amongst the finger spinners. Um, in particular, Muhammad Nabi, who I thought thinks been bowling really well. Um, and Ravi Ashwin, who <laughs> has been bowling well, but uh, has been actually hitting the headlines for other reasons, Darren. <laughs> what would those reasons be, Arun? Well, it was a major diplomatic incident, Darren, made the front page of, of the BBC I think people were, were spluttering into their tea and biscuits um, at the MCC. And you know why? Only because he man-catted Joss Butler. If it was anybody else, <laughs> nobody would have cared. Oh, well, Shane Warne cared. <laughs> Did you see his comments? They were uh, pretty feisty. Yeah. I think it was, it was quite interesting last night. Of all people, David Warner was making exaggerated movements of his bat back into the crease when <laughs> Ashwin was bowling last night. Um, I thought it was, it was quite, you know, quite funny, a bit of side play. So what do we think about the uh, man-catting? Are you for or against? 
I've always thought that the laws are there and, and you enforce the laws. And, and, and it's pretty simple to me. If you're a batsman and you're, you're creeping down the crease, you get, you're getting an unfair advantage. So that's fine if you want to do that, but you might get penalized for that. And that's, that's the risk you take. So I, I have no issue with it. It doesn't matter who's doing it. I, I, I thought in this case, there was a lot of, um, I think because it was an English player, you know, a lot of the, the British media took a certain view on it. Um, I think we've seen English players try this kind of thing before. But yeah, I don't have any issue with it. Uh, do you? Yeah, I, I don't have an issue at all. Look, it's not generally done. And most people will give warnings, but, but, you know, the rules are there and it's quite clear. And if you look at when, when people are running twos, for example, it was noticeable last night and I watched another game the other day with RCB. If you're backing up a long way, you do have an advantage when you're scoring even singles or twos, right? Because you're getting an unfair advantage. So I have no issue with it at all. You know, people are run out or stumped. They're not warned, are they? I don't know why you need to warn anybody. I think you just need to make the rules clearer and, and stop this ridiculous idea of it being a gentleman's game that there are certain rules that are not you know unspoken uh every sport in the world has rules and they're enforced by the umpire or referee and that's the way it should be um so i think batsmen should stay in their ground until the ball has left the bowler's hand yeah so i just found what um what, Sh- what shane Warne said he said uh, it was a disgraceful and low act and um and shane Warne knows <laughs> a thing or two about <laughs> he really <laughs> disgraceful and low acts <laughs> he really does so I mean, a lot of talk about how it's contrary to the spirit of cricket, but, you know, equally, I would suggest that, that if you're going to leave your crease, I mean, that's a form of cheating as well, really. You're not supposed to leave your crease. Yeah, and if you look at, at baseball, right, it's a common form of dismissal in baseball where you try and sneak a base and you can be run out, right? So I, I think, yeah, I have no issue with it whatsoever. Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, the only debate was around, there's this really weird line in the, in the laws. Now we all know the laws, by the way. We all, we, all, we all know the laws word for word. But there's a really weird line about whether you expect the ball to be bowled. And in this case, it wasn't clear whether that expectation was there. But, you know, actually, when I was watching it, Butler had his back turned to Ashwin. He wasn't actually watching him. He was walking out the crease. So he didn't, he couldn't see that Ashwin actually wasn't, hadn't even loaded his bowling action. Loaded. Yeah. Correct. I know. Yeah. So the loaded gun. Yeah. Yeah. He, he still seems to back up quite a lot, I've noticed, Joss Butler, even after that. So I guess he probably feels that he can't be run out again or, or mancatted again, which is an unfortunate name. Yeah. Well, that, it, it's very unfortunate for Vinu Mancat, who was a very good player and is at this point only remembered for this mode of dismissal. He did it twice, by the way, in the same match. Well, I think they should be, just call it run out, right? Yeah, that's what it is, right? Uh, Michael Vaughan also saying, I would say to all India ex-players pundits who are supportive of what R. Ashwin did, if Virat Kohli was batting, would you be so supportive? Wouldn't that have been amazing, though, if Ashwin had done that to Kohli? <laughs> well, didn't um, Krunal Pandya uh, kind of um, do the fake mancad to Dhoni? Mm. Uh, last week, I, that's what I heard. I didn't actually see this, but I, I heard that he um, he came in and, and and kind of. Can you imagine anyone doing it to Dhoni? That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it. Krunal Pandya, maybe, last, maybe. last seen on a cricket field. <laughs> and I think the the man catting incident or the run out actually changed the the game, didn't it? Um, because the Roy- the Royals lost from there. It won the game for uh, for Kings Eleven. Yeah, not least of all because of, they were so furious, I think, and upset about it. It sent a pull through the dressing room, I think, and they, they lost the game. I mean, it was really smart from Ashwin, you have to say, because they were, you know, Butler was, was unstoppable. Yeah. And, and he figured out, I think, the only way he was going to stop him within the laws of the game 
was to run him out in this and race. Of course, so a, seri- a serial offender, isn't he? I think he's been man-catted before. Yeah, yeah. Butler's Butler always try, and you know he's not. You know he's he plays the game. I think we'd all agree the right way. He's not yeah, a guy. Yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. He is. Sure, he's, a, he's got a great attitude. Um, he responded really badly to this, but I think you know since then he's been a lot a lot more circumspect, and he's just said, well, I think you know the laws need to be a little bit clearer, which is true, which is fine. But you know, th- it was a mark of. It's been. I don't know. It seems like there's. It's been a very eventful IPL. We've had the Mancad. We've had. Um, two hundreds in the same innings. David Warner and Johnny Bairstow. We've had a s- the bromance between Bairstow and Warner. That I didn't see that one coming. To after the Ashes tour, after headbutting the line. Yes, indeed. And I, mean, I mean, that was a story that Warner was putting about, wasn't he? He was the uh, he was the source, from what I understand, for all the journalists on that one. Uh, we've had a, a, a marvelous super over from Kagisa Rabada. Wait, okay, so. He stopped Dre Russ in the Super Over. So he's the only bowler did. that did. And he, and, and he bowled beautifully to Dre Russ. Well, he, um, I think he landed every Yorker that he tried to land. Yeah, um, at, at 90 uh, miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, and I think the batsmen were moving, even though they were moving around in the crease, going you know right deep in the crease or going forward, but he still managed to nail his Yorkers, which was quite impressive in that Super Over. He, he's the best bowler right now in the yeah, he's a, Yeah, he's the leading wicket taker right now, isn't he? He is, and he, yeah, and he's bowling a lot better than his big rival, Jasprit Bumrah, I think, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, Bumrah's a bit off at the moment, isn't he? Just a little yeah, bit off. Yeah, his, his economy's very good, 6.75, but the wickets aren't coming. But you know an IPL, I think, as long as your economy is low. He's still bowling fine, I think. He's just not getting the wickets. What else have we had? We've had... Um, well, I think you know, Anzari Joseph's debut. Oh, yeah. What about that? For the Mumbai Indians. I mean, what a find. I think he plays under 19s, comes in first game, he gets six wickets, but he doesn't get them he doesn't get them accidentally. He gets them with pure pace. Every single dismissal, he did the batsman with pace. Um, very heavy, skiddy off the wicket, a real find. A great looking athlete. He looks like an amazing bowler. Um, so West Indian cricket, look out. Quiet lad. Another another top West Indian coming through. Six for twelve. I mean that I think that uh, dismissed was it Hyderabad for 95? Yeah, correct. Gave Mumbai a much-needed win. And Mumbai now are looking pretty decent, I would say. They're, they, you know, they've won three matches and lost two. And you know with Mumbai Indians, they, they do tend to get better as the they season do. progresses. Kieran Pollard is looking quite good, which is helpful. Um, Alzari Joseph, of course, is a real fan. Rohit Sharma is a big concern. Yeah, he just I looks say. a bit out of source, doesn't he? Just, just doesn't seem to be clicking. Um, Surya Kumar Yadav as well, who played well. Yeah, it's just, just not clicking for him. We had a hat trick for Sam Curran. S. Curran. S. Curran. Also quite remarkable. Followed by an even more remarkable photo that Chris Gale posted. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Darren, but <laughs> um, it's a picture of Chris Gale with... Sam Curran, when I think Sam Curran was around 12, 13 years old, and a picture of Chris Gale with Sam Curran now, and, and I don't know, what is it, like 10, 11 years since then, they both look exactly the same. <laughs> Chris Gale yeah, doesn't, hasn't changed much. Sam yeah. Curran still looks 12 years old. He does. Young man. I, you know, I think he's been a bit of a surprise packet for Sam Curran, to be honest. You know, he went for a lot of money in the auction, didn't he? I, I thought there was a lot of question marks around that, but he, he's bowled quite well, I must say, so far. It's been quite impressive. 
Yeah, he's looked really good. Him and Harry Gurney's looked really good. He bowled a he bowled a great spell the other night. <laughs> yeah, he's also. I mean, he's a kind of underrated bowler that's looking quite good. And we should also mention, you know, amongst the highlights of the IPL, we have to talk about Royal Challengers Bangalore's amazing losing streak, Darren. So they've lost their first six matches. So they're only the second team to lose their first six matches uh, after the Delhi Daredevils in 2013. They've now lost, actually lost seven matches in a row if you, if you add their 2018 match that they lost at the end of last season. So this is their worst ever losing streak. They have lost six matches in a row once before, bizarrely. Um, because they've always been pretty bad. That was in 2017. But yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of open to debate now. Is is RCB the, the is this RCB team the worst IPL team ever, Darren? Well, the fans might think so, don't they? Apparently, the other night after Dre Russ stole that that win against them, a lot of the fans in the stadium started chanting CSK, CSK. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I'm I'm trying to see if my own, you know, in my household, I have two RCB fans, and I keep I keep suggesting to them they can just support CSK. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's it's you know. A.B. de Villiers, Virat Kohli, I mean, the, you know, they've got some good bowlers in there as well. It, they just seem to, they can't win a trick. They just can't get over the line. I mean, the other night with Dre Russ for KKR, I mean, he really just smashed, you know, that was out of nowhere. Uh, before that, they were doing well, but they just can't put it together at all. Um, they've dropped catches. I think they've been, they, the other night, they didn't bowl Moeen Ali on that wicket. Just, just some strange, you know, captain, captaincy and maybe coaching decisions. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's been poor captaincy, poor coaching as well, which is weird given that Gary Kirsten is the coach. But the, the lineup changes every match. You know, they've had a different opening combination, I think, in pretty much every match. I think now they're going to stick with Parthiv Patel and Virat Kohli. Um, but they've had various others at the day. I think they opened with Hetmeyer, then they moved him to six. So, yeah, muddled thinking. The bowling is a weak point, I think. We identified that before the season. They really only have three or four bowlers. It's just not. It's just not enough. Do you know why they haven't played Nathan Coulton Isle? Is he injured? That's a really strange one. Yeah, I mean that. I just don't understand it. Yeah, and I mean, Marcus Stoinis too seems to be a bit out of sorts as well with his bowling and batting. So he, that, that was the same in the I think in the India series and Pakistan's One Day series recently was a bit out of but out of sorts, and he hasn't really 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 shone at all. Yeah, and then batting wise, Hetmeyer despite coming into the tournament on a hot streak, he's re- totally out of form. And they, they, they seem extremely reliant on Coley and de Villiers. And it's just too much. It's just too much reliance on those two. You know, de Villiers has always been a player, I think, that he's amazing, but he's, he's never been the most consistent. You know, if he, when he's on fire, yes, he, he, he can take the game away from you. But, but yeah, so... Amazing stuff from RCB. You know, Chahal's done pretty well, I think. Um, Chahal's right up there, um, but they don't have anybody else really in the, the, the top bowling list at all at the moment. So, you know, they've, they're, they're really out of sorts, and I'm not sure how they can get to the final from here. Not to the finals from here. I think they're out of it, basically, barring a miracle. Yeah, I think Rajasthan Royals have been really disappointing, really poor. And let's talk about Delhi Capitals, Darren, because they're not doing too badly, three and three. I mean, what's your take? Uh, yeah, it's it, it's I sort of I've sort of had them as a bit of a dark horse, didn't I? Um, yeah, I think Shikha Darwin and, and Ingram really haven't stepped up to the plate as you'd expect in the senior batsmen. You know, Rishabh Pan has done okay, so has Shreyas Iyer. 
but, but none of them really setting the world on fire. And I think Rabada's kind of really, you know, saving them at the moment. But you, they've got it there. They've got all the batsmen there and they've got all the bowlers. They can just string a few more games together, I think. Um, hopefully, hopefully they won't collapse again like they did the other day. You mentioned earlier Sam Curran's hat trick, and they sort of, I think they lost eight wickets for nine runs when they were cruising to victory. I think they needed about 30 off 30. And so they sort of really, really threw it away. But they seem to have it there or thereabouts. So they've still got a good chance of making the top four, I'd, I'd suggest. They've certainly a very talented team. Prithvi Shaw has been interesting to watch. He's, um, he's batted well, but his record against wrist spinners is, is of concern. Surprisingly bad, yeah. I mean, he, he's a real talent, though. I mean, I think I messaged you the other night when I was watching him. But I think it's the first time I've seen him score a significant innings in, in white ball cricket, and he was quite sensational the way he manipulates the field. Um, and he puts the balls into unusual places, a bit like Stephen Smith when he's on song. He puts the ball in really awkward angles and areas where you don't really normally have fielders. And I think that's, that was on show with Prisby Shaw when he's on fire. Yeah, indeed. So that's Delhi Capitals. Sunrise is Hyderabad also looking, you know, reasonably good. They're at three and three as well. You know, they've got Warner and Bairstow who did that remarkable double century innings. I mean, that was something, you know, you don't expect to see. I mean, we haven't really talked about David Warner. I, I think my prediction was that David Warner would be you know, one of the leading batsmen in this tournament. I think we talked about it. He's really redeemed himself. He's absolutely on fire. Leading run scorer by quite a long way. Hyderabad's issue right now for me is Kane Williamson. They're, they're really missing him. He's been injured. He's missed all the games so far. So if they get back him back on board um, at number three, they've got a much stronger looking batting order there. They're sort of really struggling in the middle. They're, they're kind of persisting with Irfan Patan. I'm not sure why he's in the squad when they have other players on the bench maybe. So he might be out of it soon. Yusuf Patan, right? Yusuf Patan, I'm sorry. Yeah, the lesser Patan. The lesser yes. Patan, yeah, of course. <laughs> he's, I'm not sure what his role is in the team. He, he, he hasn't really batted much yet. He, he doesn't really bowl anymore. Maybe he's friends with the with, with sort of administrators. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Let's be honest. <laughs> anything is possible in the IPL. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we love it. We know that much. But yeah, they haven't, they haven't embarrassed themselves, uh, Sunrises. They're looking decent. Kings eleven. I think the story there has been, I've been really impressed actually with Ashwin's captaincy. You know, even though they lost to CSK, I thought he, he, he had a, he, you know, he's bowling extremely well, even though he's unlikely to get picked for the Indian World Cup squad. I think the interesting thing for these guys too is they're probably going to have a lot of their overseas players all the way through. Because um, Moses Henriquez, for example, is still on the bench. He hasn't played yet. Um, the New South Wales captain, uh, the T20 captain anyway, Sam Curran, I'm not sure if he gets to the 15 for England in the World Cup. Chris Gale is a question mark, so he might go all the way through. Um, So they look to have a pretty well-balanced team there that might take them through. One of the surprises for me is, again, you know, Andrew Tai has really struggled. I mean, he was the sort of gun T20 bowler going around, like, you know, the last two years. I think he he hasn't really mixed up his bag of tricks. I think he's bowling the same old old thing as I think batsmen have sort of found him out a bit. He seems to be quite out of form to me. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't looked very good at all. And then we get to the top of the table where we have CSK and KKR. Uh, we've talked about KKR, of course, um, the Dre Russ show. CSK is really you know an interesting team. Don't score a lot of runs. Not a great strike rate. They just rely on creating pressure. They've got all the old veterans, the Dad's Army, Harbhajan Singh and Dhoni and Suresh Raina and Jadeja and. Imran Tahir, and they just win the big moments, don't they? I mean, they just do it year, year in, year out. They do, and 
And according to um, Dwayne Bravo, they don't do many team meetings. <laughs> Apparently, they just kind of turn up and play. Um, they know each other's games quite well. So I guess the school of thought is probably not overthinking it too much. Um, obviously, they have strategy meetings and discussions, but I think they probably don't overanalyze, overthink too much. They trust each other's skills. And I think everyone knows their role. Um, and, you know, it's impressive when they bring in different players. So Faf, Faf Duplessis played the other night, played a great innings to open the batting. So, um, you know, seem to have a good culture there. And Donny's forever the finisher, still playing well. So it looks like a strong team. Yeah, Donny's looking good. He's finishing well, actually, at the moment. Although he did play a, a poor innings in one of the matches I remember watching. And, and they lost that game in the end. I think the only issue I think for CSK is I, I, I still feel they're a little bit light in the bowling, having lost Lungi Ngidi before the tournament. They brought in Scott Kugelein. But like the he, pronunciation, yeah, no, I've been I've been researching. Actually, I haven't at all. I mean, he did all right actually in his first game, um, but David Willey hasn't played, um, and you know they're really reliant, obviously, on their three spinners. I mean, that could be enough. Although you do you do wonder whether <clears throat> they'll just get blown away in one of these matches. Shane Watson's looking kind of up and down. What's your take on him? I think he's looked okay. He's, he's played a few, he's played a few good knocks. Probably not getting the starts they want, but they they just see, you know somebody always seems to stand up for them for CSK. So you know so far so good for them. Yeah, I think the average age is thirty four or thirty five. Um, very experienced team. Yeah, and Tony's captaincy is it's just excellent. Really, par excellence. It's, it's really yeah. worth saying again and again. He's you know the best limited overs captain in the world. I think. And a lot better than Coley, it looks like, as well. Yeah, so, Gotham Gambier was right. Gotham Gambier is always right, Darren. We never doubted him. He's always right. India's World Cup squad is going to be announced on April 15th, Darren. That's less than a week away. It is. And there's still huge questions. Everyone is asking, who's going to get the number four spot? Who's going to get into the squad? Will it be Ambati Raidu, Dinesh Karthik, Rishabh Pant? Will it be a left-field selection? Will it be Vijay Shankar, Sanju Samson? Who knows? It's a, it's a hard one, isn't it? Uh, there, there, you know, there are a lot of people knocking on the door, aren't they? Well, no one's breaking down the door. That's the problem. There's not. I mean, obviously, Virat Kohli, you think, is a shoe-in, obviously. Yeah, I think so. I think he's done enough. Does Rohit Sharma, you know, Rohit Sharma and Shikha Dawan haven't impressed in the IPL so far, have they? No, but that, that top three, is they're not going to mess with that. Sh- Sh- Rohit Sharma, Shikadawan, Virat Kohli. But you're right. I think the opening combination is a concern. I think the team is going to be reliant on Kohli. I think you're right. And then, you know, MS Dhoni, Kira Yadav probably make the, t- make the side, don't they? Hardik, Hardik Pandya, if he's fit, for sure. You know, Bhuvi Kumar, I guess, gets in. Yadav, Chahal, Shami, Jasper Bumrah. Those guys are probably all shoe-ins. Yeah, it's four of those four of those five basically. I think, but I actually don't not sure if Bhuvneshwar Kumar will make it. He's not had a great IPL. He he redeemed himself in his last performance. Uh, until then, it was just, I think this was actually his worst tournament. His economy rate was uh, was much higher than we're expecting. We've grown accustomed to from him. But I think he's more of a he's more of an ODI bowler, isn't he? Fifty overs. I think he he normally does better. Well, yeah, but he's he's record in the IPL is very good. Uh, but in this one, is he's taking three wickets, 8.82, although I think he had a much better sixth match. 
Um, but yeah, for India, I mean, big question marks. I think they're going to be really reliant on Virat Kohli because I don't think Rohit and Shikhar Dhawan are in great form. If Kohli goes, then... You've got a bunch of players that you'd feel were there or thereabouts, wouldn't you? You have Rayodu, of course, who's not really done anything wrong, and K.O. Rahul is around there, Rishabh Pant. Rahul will get in, for sure. He's batting really well in the IPL. You know, it's Rishabh Pant, you'd think they'd get him in somehow. Rishabh Pant, um, so it's basically down to, there's Raidu, who's the kind of incumbent in the number four spot, but has is out of form, clearly. There's Pant, who's, if he plays, would have to just be as a batsman, uh, which I think is okay. There's Vijay Shankar, who's looked pretty impressive. Um, there's Dinesh Karthik, who's got a really good white ball record. Then there's some more... Like, Saravi. What about Saravi? At number four... No, I'm not talking about number four. I'm talking about in the squad. Yeah, I think they've dispensed with Ashwin and Jadeja. They 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 want to take uh, Kuldeep and Chahal. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure they'll take another spinner with them to England. I don't know because they'll probably rely on Kedar Yadav to yeah, who, who's, to who's, sling them in. That's right. He he has a really weird action, doesn't he? That Did real you see, um, action. Ashwin in the CSK match was was doing all sorts of weird deliveries. Oh, he's got a whole bag of tricks. I think he did one absolute sidearm delivery. Yeah, he did the Kida Yadav. He did a few of those. Yeah, um, and then just, leg spinners. And and then he was then he bowled a, a few seam-ups, a few leg spinners. He's going to bowl left arm soon at some point, I think. Yeah, that would be may the, as well. be the natural progression for him. Well, if Dave, Dave Warner's starting to bat right-handed, right? Uh, what, yeah. Why can't he bowl left-handed? Exactly, why not? So India, a few questions. Yeah, a few questions. Australia. Some big questions. I mean, David Warner has is surely is in the squad. But Steve Smith has looked pretty ordinary in the IPL. Yeah, he, I think he batted okay in the last game, scored 70-odd. But it was a match-losing innings. Yeah, but I, I think, think he, really, he, did, he did struggle. Yeah, look, he, look he's, he's not a T20 player like the David Warners are. He, he's more of an ODI player when he's in form and a test player. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it, for the selectors? It's, it's really a good problem to have. I think they have a lot of good bowling options on the fast bowling side. You know, Usman Khawaja, he's been in such great form the last two, two ODI series, and he averages very highly at opening. I mean, if, if David Water comes in, then it's probably he and Finch that open, and Usman at number three, think. I think Steve Smith maybe comes into the squad but goes into the bench. I, I don't think he's an automatic starter, to be honest. You've got Peter Hanscom there, and Maxwell, I think, definitely is in the squad. Stoinis, you know, they like him, but Bit of a question mark around him. Um, you know, Pat Cummins obviously goes straight in, so does Zampa. They'll take Nathan Lyon, I think. And then you've got Jai Richardson and Jason Berendorf probably with Mitchell Stark. Nathan Coulternail maybe gets in. You know, you also have Ashton Turner, who set the world on fire, who might go as, in as a finisher. He might even go in for Marcus Stoinis, depending if they want to bring Stoinis or not. You know, I, I think it's a pretty strong-looking squad. Yeah. It, it, I think it's really strong. It's it's just the, the interesting questions thrown up by the uh, the reintegration um, of Warner and Smith. Um, so, Darren, as you know, I was in Sydney recently, and I learned the surest way to win over Australians is to suggest that Sean Marsh is dropped <laughs> from the Australian cricket team. I had no idea the depth of animosity um, that not just Sean Marsh attracts, but even Mitch Marsh. I mean, just yeah, the, the Marsh the, brothers. The Marsh brothers in general. Yeah, I, I think they just feel the Marsh brothers have had a really good kind of inside run. Right, um, because of Jeff Marsh. Right. Well, f- or, from, or, for, for, 
for a number of reasons, but the, right. they've been persisted with for perhaps too long. And that's the kind of general feeling. So Sean Marsh looks like the most obvious contender to be dropped if, if someone's going to go from this squad, you'd think. I don't know who else would be dropped, though. That's the thing. I mean, and I mean, this is, I suppose, the problem, um, as you mentioned to me before we started this, of having these 15-man squads. It seems like an arbitrary limit. Yeah, I, I just don't know how it works. Um, I don't know why why they have to have 15. I mean, I think it's stupid. You only have 11 on the field and four four kind of backup players. I mean, obviously, we're going to play in different conditions. Some wickets will be more drier and spin-friendly. Some will be pacier. You want to have options there, both batting and bowling. So I don't know why they have 15. IPL squads have 25 players t- to choose from. I don't know why they can't have 18. It makes no sense to me, this arbitrary 15. The other bolter from the blue for the Australian squad definitely for the Ashes, but maybe also for the World Cup is James Pattinson, who has returned to form and from injury absolutely on fire. Um, with the Dukes ball they use in Australia now towards the end of the Sheffield Shield season, he ripped through opposition and he was the man of the match in the, in the Sheffield Shield final, which is the first-class match final. Uh, I watched some of the highlights and he looks really, really fearsome at the moment. So that's interesting. They use the Dukes ball at a certain point in the season. Yeah, so they use the Dukes ball now for the second half of the season and for the Kookaburra in the first half. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Which is extremely interesting. But I presume this is the overseas Dukes. So it's a different... It is the overseas Dukes, yeah. It's slightly different. So it's a different Dukes. Well, Yeah, which which I think is the ball they're hoping will be picked up. But I'm I'm pretty sure... I was actually talking to Toby... um, the third ultra who's who has decided to go on holiday um, for, for whatever reason. <laughs> Quite despite, inconveniently. Yeah, despite the IPLs being on and everything and the English county cricket season starting. But he was saying that I think the ICC or whatever has just renewed or, or, or doubled down on, um, on the Kookaburra, which is a little unfortunate. Um, as I mean, I just think they need to use one ball in every international match, the same ball. And I think it should be the Dukes. Yeah, either the Dukes or the Kookaburra, but it can't be different balls in different conditions. I think it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So a couple of more stats on RCB. Sorry, I just thought I'd mention these. They also are topping the charts, just in case you thought they were not as bad as (laughs) we have suggested. They are also topping the charts for the most drops uh, in the IPL and the most no balls. So they're getting the basics completely wrong. And they've had 17 misfields and overthrows so far, which also tops the table. So they're at the top of the table in some categories. That's village, isn't it? <laughs> That's it's very village. It's really un- unbelievable. Anyway, okay, another point to make on Dre Russ, because it's the big match tonight. And um, Andre Russell has only managed 101 runs of 79 balls against leg spinners in the IPL. Is that his kryptonite? Darren. Well, based on the statistics, it is, isn't it? So I think what we've also seen this, which we were calling for earlier, I think, we've seen spin bowling a lot later in the death overs. I think we used to see, basically, we used to only see that um, in the middle overs, didn't we? But now we've seen leg spin and wrist spin towards the end, which has worked uh, to different effect. Um, so I think definitely they look at the matchups. Um, but, but I think, to be honest, the other night he was bowled by a Yorker. I think I think people, some of the bowlers are more intimidated by him when they're when they're coming in to bowl to him, so they miss their lengths. You probably want somebody who's experienced in there to bowl at him because he's only he's only a batsman, right, or a batter. So, yeah, I think probably the wrist spin or some someone just really experienced up there against him. Yeah, agree. Okay, so do we have any contenders for quotes? 
And Muppets. I actually have a Muppet contender. I wonder if you have any quotes. I, I did have some, some funny, funny quotes here. Very confusing quote from R. Ashwin that came out, I think, this week. Very confusing man. And also something from Chahal I thought was quite funny. But first of all, R. Ashwin, about Muhammad Shami, he said, there is a lot of magic between Shami and me. Because we talk in different languages, I tell him what to do in Tamil and he understands it. In the game, if something goes wrong, we talk in Hindi. Otherwise, he talks in Bengali and I speak in Tamil. <laughs> that was his quote. Do you think, because Tamil is <laughs> a really hard language to understand. I, I would be very surprised if Muhammad Shami actually understood Tamil. Exactly. I That's suggest, why it's magic. <laughs> I suspect he's just pretending he understands and then just doing whatever the hell he wants to do. So I think what he's probably alluding to there is the magic of body language ah, um, and interpretation. Yeah. Well, Shami's doing well. So I mean. he's doing. He, he continues to improve. He did well in Australia, didn't he, in the Test series? He continues to go to strength and strength in all the yeah one dayers and in, in all the formats actually. So he's a great player at the moment. The other day, I thought Chahal was quite funny when he had a, had a go at Stuart Broad. He said, "Yuvraj Singh hit him for three sixes in a row," and he said, "When, I, when he hit me for three sixes, I felt like Stuart Broad." And I think Stuart Broad didn't appreciate that and came back on social media saying, buddy, you talk to me in three years' time when, when you've got 470 test wickets and yada, yada, yada. So poor old Stewie Broad was a bit hurt. Oh, wow. It's a bit thin-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> it's only Yuzven to Chahal. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him with his glasses on and everything? He really doesn't look like, like an a international... Nerd. Cricket nerd. I mean, he really doesn't look like an international sports star. Maybe a, maybe a chess grandmaster, which he is as well, apparently, but... Yeah, definitely not a sports star. Uh, okay, well, that is two good contenders there. I'd probably, uh, and of course, um, Dre Russ. I know I'm special. Probably worth worthy of note. It's the pretender, the pretender song, isn't it? Probably plays it on the other way out to bat. Do you think Dre Russ is a pretenders fan? Well, he might be. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he might be a bit young. The pretenders, perhaps. Well, it's a special song about being special. I'll tell you who's an Akon fan. Who's that? Umar Akmal. And he, he may indeed win our Muppet of the Week because he was fined 20% of his match fee along with an official reprimand from the PCB for attending an Akon concert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Why? because they <laughs> attended just, the just like, concert? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was because it was Akon. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah, well, it'd be funny if it was. You know, the PCB was just like, for God's sake, if you're going to go to a concert. Now, apparently it was because he was not supposed to be out and um, there was a video of him at the concert. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> on Whoops. Twitter. Uh, and, you know, Umar Akmal has also, um, his form is really poor and he keeps failing fitness tests. And I think the Pakistan coach now, I don't know if you can remember who it is. Is it still Mickey Arthur? Is he still, he hasn't imploded? Is he still, is he still Pakistan? <laughs> still, still tearing his hair out. Yeah, he is. So I think he was saying the other day he's suddenly he's become really disappointed with the fitness standards, which follows not long after he said he was actually really happy with the fitness standards. So I don't know what's going on. Once again, Pakistan cricket continues to intrigue us. Um, but Umar, Umar Akmal, I would suggest if you're going to go to an Akon concert, I don't know what to say. You're going to get filmed. You're going to get <laughs> photographed. It's going to happen. Going um, out in public. Maybe go in the US because fewer people are likely to recognize you. Yeah. That would, that would be my suggestion. Yeah, just, and don't just, do just, it the night before a match or whatever it was. Just, just quietly, yeah. Yeah, just quietly. All right. So I think that's perhaps a full lid for this episode. I think it is a full lid. Indeed. So a lot, um, 
A lot coming up. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a, a full World Cup preview. Um, and we may need to do that over two episodes because that's gonna take some time. And we'll keep watching the IPL when Toby is finally back from his holiday. We can have a county championship update. So join us on our next episode. And thank you all for listening. Thank you all for commenting. Oh, I should mention one comment. Sorry, we did we did get one listener comment, which I should mention. Only one. Oh no, we got loads. Obviously, we get we get hundreds. But I wanted to draw your attention to a particular comment from long suffering. Cricket Ultras listener Tim Gilkerson, who was in relation to the Joss Butler Mankad, he said, believe it or not, I've seen this happen in an under-15s game in Hong Kong. On that occasion, sense was seen and the opposition captain called the batsman back just in time, probably because he could hear the baying parents on the boundary. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Darren, Mankadding in an under-15s game. I suppose that's just hard and fair cricket. It is hard and fair. I, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Even, it's, a, yeah. it's a law, right? It is. It is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's the way it goes. They've got to learn early. They do. You don't get any handouts in this life. It's, it's almost too late. I think, we're doing, <laughs> I think in Australia, we do it in under six, under sixes and under sevens. Um, you know, the coach always tells you, don't back up too far, right? There's I think a reason for it. You yeah. There's a great it. Ian Chappell story about how his dad, he, I think he got run out that way once and his dad was like, well, it's your own fault. And he said he never, it never, ever happened to him again. Yeah, we would never be, you know, if, if, if anybody was man catted when we were playing cricket at school, it was uh, fair. I mean, you're out of your crease. What do you expect? Yeah. All right. And on that note, listeners, thank you all. We'll be back soon.